0: welcome to the marketing for startups podcast by ugly ventures i'm your host victoria hajar and the co-founder at ugly ventures a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business i'm so excited you're here let's dive into today's episode hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the marketing for startups podcast by ugly ventures victoria here i'm so so excited that you're here and I'm tackling something today that I am curious if anyone else had has been through, which is goal planning failure. Uh, if you follow the podcast, you may notice that there were about three weeks of silence where I did not deliver the third episode of my three-part series on goal planning and goal setting for the year. And the reason is, well, there were two reasons. The first is my husband had tested positive for COVID, so... Our house was turned upside down a little bit as he uh, sequestered himself up in our bedroom and completely quarantined himself for the rest of the family. I had two kids at home. Our holiday plans, you know, got all switched around and kiboshed and I was sort of doing everything in the house was a little bit nuts. But if I'm honest with myself, that wasn't really the reason why I didn't record the episode. What was going on was a deep kind of resistance I was feeling to doing the 2021 planning. For me it was really it was enjoyable to do the first half, you know, the brainstorming and the vision casting, you know, the that part's usually really fun and and sort of you can let your imagination go wild and it doesn't feel as tactical and real. But the third part of the series which was released last week is all about really the execution and it's breaking those goals down week by week, month by month, and actually planning how you're going to get them done. It's the most important part of the goal planning process, the real tactical, uh, practical part of it, but I just, I just didn't want to do it. So I thought it might be interesting to share with you the three things that really helped me kind of get to the other side of it because now I feel super focused, really excited and energized and actually more organized than I ever have any other year before. So let's go through what those three things are. So the first, first and foremost, I think it can be really overwhelming in January uh, to go into this process because if you follow podcasts or have any mentors or coaches or even follow along in news articles like fast company you know news outlets like that there's so much focus on goal setting and everyone has their own methodology and i i feel actually saying this a little bit you know i hope that i'm not adding to the noise but if i am i would say don't pay attention to my methodology because my first tip is to just choose one method to go into. So if you have, uh, you know, a planner that you bought, or you have a coach that you follow that does this kind of planning that you connect with, I would just not go into, you know, researching a bunch of different ways that you can plan and map out your goals and just choose one. Because at the end of the day, they're all doing pretty much the same thing with a, a couple key differences, but it is most important to just get it done and not become distracted by educating yourself or trying to find the best way because that's just a different way of procrastinating. If you are looking for some guidance, I of course did record three episodes of the podcast going through my simple methodology for planning goals. Super straightforward, you can just queue up those podcast episodes here on the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And the last thing that I will note is on January 26th at 10 a.m., I'm going to be doing a live goal setting and year planning session. It's gonna be an hour long. I'm gonna go through those three simple steps that I mentioned in the podcast, and you'll be able to pick my brain about specific marketing tactics or some challenges that you have in your business and I will lend my expertise and my help and help you brainstorm how to reach your marketing goals in 2021. So those episodes of the podcast, plus details on the event, which will be, uh, you can RSVP through Eventbrite, that will be on the show notes for today's episode. So you'll find that at Ugly Ventures dot com backslash goal fail that's ugly with an i so ugliventures.com backslash goal fail and you can have all the details for that so that's the number one thing i'm saying let's choose one methodology to go through don't get distracted go ahead and feel really organized kind of following a specific methodology is also really helpful but the second thing is Number two, on this list of the three ways to push through your resistance of to plan your 2021 goals is to just do it. You know, I think for me, one of the pitfalls I, I fell in through, to, through the holiday season was waiting for the excitement, waiting to feel motivated to do this part, this third part of the goal setting process. But I just never found that energy. I just was not excited. I mean, I just had this resistance and it wasn't until I literally forced myself to go through the process of mapping out my month by month goals and planning the first week of January and planning that first month. It wasn't until I did that, that I, that I felt some relief. So I think that there's a big idea in in anything that we want to do through life, any goals that we have, that we are going to be overcome with this motivation to do it. And sometimes you just got to buckle down and get her done. And so that would be my second piece of advice. Just do it. Um, And if it's helpful for you to book the session with me to assure that you get it done quickly and painlessly, do that but it doesn't even need to be that you can just find a quiet time to sit in a corner of your house or your office and just get her done the third bit of advice is i want you to pay attention and fall in love with the results of getting the goals done because the amount of clarity and how organized you will feel it is such a relief. I have to say, even just getting into the first week of January. And again, I had that combination of hesitation and excitement just to start the month. But now that I can sit down at my planner and have an enormous amount of clarity on what I need to be working on, both short-term and long-term, it is this enormous sense of relief that you know, comes by just doing the practice and and getting through it. And I feel like, you know, I, I often say, you know, when I don't have my tasks organized, I feel like my brain is just scrambled eggs and I hate that feeling. It is the thing that I detest the most is feeling like I'm wasting my time and that I'm not being focused or intentional about my time. Because of course, as a founder and as a parent, time is so precious And the one thing that I definitely learned in 2020 was just how damn precious our time is for, you know, if you're trying to balance work and a family and kids and all that stuff, time is just, you know, you have to be effective and efficient with your time. So planning is going to give you that. And it's, you know, important to just focus on the results, right? That ease and that lack of stress that you will feel is priceless. So those are my three steps of how to push through the resistance for planning 2021. The bonus tip here, though, and something that I found incredibly helpful that I've done more this year than any other year is repetition. I have found it extremely helpful to be sharing and writing and rewriting and revising my goals again and again these days. I've, you know, I've shared my goals with my husband, which we normally do every year, Um, But I also this year have gotten a mastermind partner and I've rewritten my goals in our uh, Excel spreadsheet that we share. I've rewritten them in my planner. I've rewritten them in my my project management tool. And every time that I rewrite my goals, I get more specific. I brainstorm better ideas. I get more specific on how I can measure the success of The action steps that I'm taking and the the results that I'll get from the goal. So I've just repeated the process again and again over the course of a couple days. And now I feel so dialed in on those goals that I did set. And I really feel like through this repetition has also made me discover that this goal setting process can be improved. And I think I've been in the past a little bit rigid, like, okay, I'm going to do my goal planning session. I sit down, I set my goals and I kind of keep them on the board and I, you know, I break them down and I don't really focus on improving the verbiage of the goal, improving the action steps to make those action steps better and more efficient. Um, So I think, you know, there's a lot of room once you've done it the first time kind of look back at what you've done. It's like, how can I make this better? How can I make it clearer? How can I make it more efficient? How can I, you know, uh, supercharge, you know, every action step that I'm taking, how can I, you know, brainstorm a lot of action steps, but then zero in on the two or three action steps that are really going to move the needle forward instead of having to do all these action steps. You know, there's a process of kind of purging and pruning, If that makes sense, kind of like throwing up all your ideas and then pruning them back to do less, right? Less is more. So I love that process that I've been going through, and I hope that you uh, find that helpful or that sparked something for you. Um, But the last piece of the puzzle, though, for the goal fail um, process. And something that's made me, always makes me feel really organized because I do this every year, but this year especially is significant, um, is to find a way, you know, put together a very simple Excel spreadsheet to track the few metrics that are really going to hold yourself accountable for completing those goals. So in previous episode that I mentioned, you know, we talk about in goal setting, making those goals smart. Okay, creating SMART goals, which are uh, specific, measurable, um, achievable, time-bound, relative. These are, you know, the, the verbiage, the language, the way in which you uh, create that goal, like what that sentence is of what that goal actually is. Like my goal is to complete 52 podcast episodes, right? It's one per week for the year. Um, it's measurable. It's time-bound. Uh, it's very... It's very clear to, to, to see what those goals are, but sometimes we write goals that are a little bit nebulous, right? Like, for example, one of my goals this year is uh, around networking and visibility. So my, the first version of that goal was, you know, to get more networking opportunities and to, to, in order to grow my audience to do networking and more visibility, right? Like guest, uh, guest posts or guest speaking and things like that. And I put all the action steps down. But then I realized, you know, that is not measurable, right? So I had to set a target. How many networking events uh, am I going to go to each month or participate in? How many guest, um, you know, opportunities for guest blogging am I going to set myself uh, to be responsible for? And sort of setting that goal with those measurable outcomes is really important, but then getting kind of a separate Google sheet that you can kind of map out month over month, you know, here are the two or three or five key metrics that I'm going to be measuring, right? For me, it's like, you know, how many podcast episodes per month am I going to do? I'm gonna do four. So every month I've got a target of four. And for whatever reason that didn't happen, I have my target, my actual, and then what is the difference there, right? Um, Where did I fall short? Because when you're doing your monthly review and your quarterly review, it's really nice to look at those metrics just on paper. Don't have to read anything but those lines. And then in the and then a little note section or comments, you can kind of reflect, like, why did I not achieve that goal? You know, what was that goal easy for me to achieve? Why or why not? How can I improve my performance moving forward to make this process easier for me or this goal or task easier to complete for myself? So the The combination of all these things, right, you got your goals done, you've repeated uh, writing those down, thinking about them to hone them in, get them sharper, uh, and become more focused and intentional, and then setting some way to track those goals for yourself is really a way of setting yourself up for success. So I hope that you can, you know, push through any resistance that you might be having, again, doing that live session with me on january twenty sixth would be helpful i would love for you to join and to hear about you and your business would love to help you uh, you know supercharge your marketing efforts in 2021 Um, but if not just you know find any way to get it done and just really commit to setting some time aside and finishing this before the end of january um, give yourself that goal and then give yourself a small reward for completing it. So you have something more to look forward to. So, uh, I hope that you're having a wonderful week. You have a great weekend and I'm excited to see you back here again next week. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the marketing for startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast it's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.